Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Welcome to episode 89 for those keeping score at home of Walzer Automotive Group's Car Selling Secrets. Today I'm in, I'm in joined. I'm joined in studio by a good friend and special guest, Scott Lambert. And Andy Rampernard. And last but not least, Tommy. We'll be right back after this exciting announcement. You can do it live. It's not Walzer, is it? It's not Walzer. Oh, you can do Brian first. We always, we don't do Walzer yeah. in Car Selling Secrets. Why not? We never have. Never oh, have, you get the whole 89 hour. of yeah. them. Well, I just thought about that. It's like, why don't you do that? Eh, we could, but... No, that's all right. I don't want to break with... Just, I don't want to jinx it. I under, that we won't. Okay. You know, when you have we'll ratings right. like this, there's that's only true. one way that's you can go. a good go. point. Very good point. <laughs> we'll be right back. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tom Bernard here with my friend John Schwartz, co-owner of AAA Movers, a family-owned part of the Metro since 1964. John, this isn't your first barbecue or a rodeo, is it? You know what, Tom? AAA Movers has been moving Minnesota for over 56 years. Our family business has gone from two trucks to over 50 and proud to say that we're the number one moving company in Minnesota. We believe our success has been earned with time and trust by our customers. Our number one referral is former clients. So maybe it's time you call AAA. If you or someone you care about needs to move from here or there, even if that there is on the other side of the country. I wish I was moving today. If you are, mention Tom Bernard or KQ and you'll get a free moving box kit with every move and you'll save 50 bucks off with removal from junk luggers. Your move is always triple guaranteed with AAA Movers. That's their price guarantee, safety guarantee, and satisfaction guarantee. Call 612-588-MOVE or online at aaamovers.com. AAA Movers, you may not move every day, but they do. <clears throat> we are back with Car Selling Secrets. This is going to be a really weird episode for listeners because we're actually going to talk about cars from <laughs> What? Oh, kind of wander cars, around cars a bit from time to time. Wow! The last time I saw Scott face to face was, I would say it was probably March 13th or so. We were doing a remote podcast at the auto show, and he came by looking like his dog had just died. And I like, Scott, what's the matter? And he goes, "We're closing her down tomorrow afternoon because yep. yep. of this darn uh, COVID thing." I'm like, "Really?" And I think, God. so St. Patrick's Day, if I remember, was this, it's always the 17th, but it was on a Sunday, wasn't yeah. it? And yeah, then, we were the last big yeah. event in North America. Yeah, and really? I had, I had national reporters calling me wondering why if baseball was closed, 
and hockey was closed and basketball was closed. Why is my stupid auto show still open? <laughs> trying to and, thin out the car salesman. And we were trying heard. to make it to the weekend, and we just didn't make it. We closed yeah. her down on Friday. God, amazing. Yeah. Doesn't that seem like a million years <laughs> it ago? It does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Everything we've been through since then, and now here we are on the cusp of another one. So here's a memory test. What was the hottest thing other than COVID two weeks after the auto show closed down? After the show closed down? I don't remember. Catherine's birthday? The Tiger Show. Oh, oh yeah, right. the Tiger the King. Tiger oh, my right. God, that yeah. seems like a long time ago, too, with <laughs> the Tiger King, yeah. Tiger King. Yeah. There's some even-keel people, huh? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no problem. Hey, Jesus. Scott and I loved uh, Tiger King because it I made did. car yeah. people look relatively normal. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It absolutely is. So we're here to talk about the auto show. Normally it is in March, uh, and it's been rescheduled and revitalized in kind of a new format so tell us what's uh, what's the scoop when are the dates what's going to happen what's different it's going to open in mid-may may 15th through the 23rd it's going to run for nine days again so okay. we two weekends but we took a calculated risk months ago that uh, minneapolis would still be uh, inhospitable and the uh, covid would still be raging in march and so we said mm -hmm. let's go outside and we contacted the state fairgrounds, and they weren't too sure about it at first, but uh, in early December, they agreed, and we signed a contract, and it's a, it was a big risk, and it still kind of is, to be yeah. honest, that, right. I mean, that we can pull this off. It's looking like a smart call at this point. Yeah, but we may be the first thing that opens up. I'm yeah. sure the Department of Health is going to have a cow when they see our advertising pop up <laughs> in early May, and what? A big crowd going, where? But we're... Uh, we, we still think in a month, you know, in five, it's five weeks from yep. now, right? And so in five weeks, we'll have a whole bunch more shots in people's arms, and uh, we should be on the on the right side of this. But we're still going to take all the precautions. Uh, we have a 10,000-person uh, limit at any given time on the fairground. The fairground, I didn't know this, 322 acres. Yeah, it's huge. It's it huge. Is the huge. footprint is, is it's bigger than any other facility, any other uh, you know, Valley Fair or certainly in our stadium. In town, so but we're going to stay at ten thousand people at any given time, and we got all the controls in place. So we think we can do it safely. We'll follow whatever guidance the, the governor has on at the time. So it's uh, so it's, how do you manage the ten thousand? I mean, do you make a reservation for a certain day, or what's the how does that? We're we're selling tickets right now per day, okay. so you can't okay. just buy a ticket and decide when to come. You got to buy a ticket for a day, and then everybody who comes in. Everybody who comes in is going to get a wristband. We're going to scan them. So we'll scan them in and scan them out. So I'll know at any given time how many people are on the on the fairgrounds. Okay. That's just one of the many rules we have to follow. So obviously, you, you, it's not obvious because I don't know the answer to this. I assume you'll spread out the displays a little bit so they're not right next to each other? Or? Yeah. Every, so everyone's going to be tented. Most of the, the factory displays will be tented, um, and, and the tents will be open, and they'll be controlling their own in and out of those of those tents okay. and then they'll be cleaning vehicles as people get in them the vehicles you can get into and that sort of thing and we're getting pretty good participation then we've got a bunch of outdoor displays we kind of spread out through the through the fairgrounds with ride and drives and test tracks and that kind of thing you know in a way it sounds like it could be a pretty cool place to have the auto show well it, <laughs> i mean if you can pull it off we're excited that it'll work off uh, yeah. work out and well you know i'm sure you know if i bought we bought a whole bunch of umbrellas to make sure the rain doesn't come yeah that's kind of it's kind of <laughs> a little bit go. of insurance pretty much guaranteed umbrellas and ponchos we spent a lot of money on those yeah to, so so they'll never come out of the box so yeah we're excited if it works uh we'd like to stay there yeah and and, and we'll see we'll see minneapolis has gotten tough not not because of their racial issues or, or any of that stuff, but 
parking has gotten hard. The, the oh, Minnesota yeah. Convention Center is not an easy place to do business. Yeah, they don't understand the the, the need for good food. That sort of thing. But when we opened up, when, when we announced that the food vendors started calling the fair and say, we're in. Oh, I bet. Because they know we draw a big crowd. And and the state fair food, you know, if you're not from Minnesota, we're try, trying to convince all these people in C-suites around the country who run the displays. When we're going to a state fair, it sounds kind of it sounds right. kind of hayseedy, right? But Minnesotans love the fairgrounds. Yeah. Oh, they love God, the fair. yeah. Oh, yeah. And the fair food. And so Sweet Martha's is opening up. And, really? And you know, the French fry stands. And you know, we're getting all those Suddenly guys. really hungry. Mancini's. <laughs> I know. It's going to be Mancini's. the best part. Mancini's. Yeah. I yeah. like it. They're all going to be open. So so stuff like that uh, will we'll make it attractive. It's also, it's acres of free parking. Yeah. Which yeah. is really nice. Yeah. Well, and a lot easier, I assume, for the transports to get in and out, too. That was yep. always a problem with downtown. Yeah, yeah. They squeezed that convention center into that corner of downtown. Yeah, Didn't well, really, yeah. wasn't really set up for it very well. Ride and drives will be done right on the fairgrounds. Uh, so it's really, it's really set up nice for us. We just, it is cool. Yeah. So tell us about, tease us with some of the cool cars that are going to be there. You were telling me about a couple of them before we jumped on the air. Well, we're getting, so besides all, we're, we figure there's still a few brands that are not going to make it. And we're not going to talk about who's not coming. Come on. No, no, no. Nobody no. listens all, to the no, podcast. No, no. All the major ones are coming. Um, so we're, we, at last count, we're going to have about 27 of our normal 33 brands on site. A few of them are just shut down just because of COVID. There's no yeah. no travel. We're not we're not coming to any any auto shows, and we're one of the few shows to open around the country. Most of them shut down. Yeah. We just cannot cannot get enough lift uh, to make this happen. But we're we're going to have a good show, um, but we'll always have the fun stuff, right? So Bob Marvin is going to bring his collection mm-hmm. uh, down. Uh, he's, he's got one of the best uh, uh, vintage car collections in the country, and he's bringing some of that down. And I just showed you we're going to do a 1968 uh, Chevy uh, with, a, with a Hemi, a Chevy Camaro with a, he- a Dodge Hemi engine in it. And they only oh, ever God. made three of those. It'll piss off the Chevy guys and the mobile yeah. guys. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No one will be happy. Yeah. You ruined a perfectly good car. <laughs> Why did they put that motor in that piece of crap? I can hear it now. Yep, yep. <laughs> so we'll have uh, we'll have electric ride and drives. Be showing off electric vehicles. Um, we'll be doing. Uh, I know Ford's doing a ride and drive. Uh, we'll, we'll have a truck track, um, oh, wow. so you can get on. Uh, you we'll have uh, different makes and models in the track. You can actually uh, you'll ride it with a professional driver, yep. but it'll be through a course kind of thing, so you can well, get around. I, I know when Jeep started doing that a few years ago, it. it immediately became the most popular attraction at yep. the, at the yeah. uh, auto show. And unfortunately, we're not getting Camp Jeep. So it's things I was hoping you wouldn't those bring up. Communists. Do you want me to make a call? <laughs> yeah. I know some people at Chrysler. That'd be great. I don't think they'd take my call, but I know them. <laughs> they don't call it Chrysler anymore. I know. They, it's and I, Stellantis. I can't get used to that. What is it? Stellantis. Stellantis? Chrysler anymore? No. Well, they, it used it to be was, called FCA. Yeah, it was, it was Fiat, Fiat Chrysler, Chrysler Automotive. For, yeah. I mean, Chrysler is like the Rocky Balboa of manufacturers. You, you'd think that they're knocked out and they're never coming back. And then Jimmy Carter and gives them a few hundred million dollars and they pay it back early. And then they go bankrupt again. And then uh, the yeah. no, Cerberus bottom yep. ran them into the ground, went bankrupt. Then Fiat... Pulled, it was just an amazing Enrique story. Bottom. Yeah, but yeah, Stellantis right. sounds like sounds like one of those drugs mm-hmm. you right. see at night. You know, with the long commercials. Yeah, yeah. They, the, yeah, it sounds like one of those. With the thirty second, this will kill you trailer. <laughs> yeah, right. Stellantis. Fiat, Cross, Fiat Chrysler uh, defunct two months ago. Yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah, now it's uh, it is in fact Stellantis. I was at a General Motors uh, dealer shows a few years ago, and they were, you know, there's three truck manufacturers. Well, four of you count Toyota, I suppose, but 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 Chrysler, uh, uh, Chevrolet, and Ford carry most of that market. And they were talking about the new Ram, and the, the GM guy got up there and said, I don't know why anybody wanted to buy an Italian pickup truck in the first place. <laughs> that was a pretty good shot. That's cold. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, ouch, babe. Better be careful because we do actually have a lot of car people that listen to this uh, podcast. Some of them are in manufacturing. And well, some, a they they won't be disappointed if they come to our show. You're going to see everything. I, I You know, I, the more I think about it, I think this – I could see this as becoming the permanent deal. We'll see how it, how yeah, it goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. See how, yeah. see how the guests react to it and how customers uh, feel about it. But it's well, gonna the fair be, food alone is going to bring well, them exactly, in. Well, exactly. Exactly. No more, you know, gray hamburgers on stale buns at the convention center. No, it was the strong point of the convention center. Yeah, I once tweeted, don't eat the food if you come down to the Minnesota Con- <laughs> Minneapolis Convention Center. So just it was that bad. Not good, huh? No, no. I just they could not convince them that they need to up that. Why do we need that? Because... Are any of the show? There used to be a boat show there, but is that? Uh, they still do the boat they show. Still do it. They still do it. They didn't do it this year. They didn't do it this yeah, year, right? Yeah. Right, exactly. Uh, the home and garden show, all that stuff, uh, was just automatically went to the Minneapolis Convention Center. But Minneapolis got to be a hard place to do business. Yeah. It's going to be very, very. Uh, matter of fact, I was just talking to Paul on the way out about how'd you like to buy a piece of commercial real estate in downtown Minneapolis oh. right now? Um, Woo! Yeah, you drive. You driven down there lately? I was down there uh, nine days ago cutting a commercial a, bo- a block from the courthouse. Uh, protesters, the media, and cops. Nobody else That's is downtown. It. Nobody. And everything is boarded up on the first It floor. looks like the green zone. It yeah. absolutely yeah. does. It's yeah. sad. I mean, I grew up just just north of downtown on Plymouth Avenue in Bryant. And I used to walk down there as a little kid, 10, 8, 9, 10 years old. Walk downtown by myself. That place is so special to me, I can't even tell you. The old, you know, theaters that you guys wouldn't even have heard of, like the Lyric Theater, which is, used to be where the... Uh, Strip club, right? No, it was not. <laughs> you know, I should point out something. You want to get... Here, this, I'm going to embarrass them. My sister worked there. Yeah, <laughs> the movie theater. There, what do you think of that there, Sprinthal? Reminds you me of an old joke. Yeah, well, yeah, let's hear the joke. I'm ready. Guy walks into a bar in Arizona and... He's talking to the bartender. The bartender says, you're not from around here. Where are you from? He goes, I'm from Wisconsin. He goes, anywhere near Hurley? He goes, Hurley? The only people that live there are hookers and hockey players. And he says, my sister lives in Hurley. <laughs> and the guy says, what team does she play for? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, is she a wing? Or... <laughs> that yeah, that well, one is, that's so old, that one's in the Bible, I think. Oh, I have heard people do things like that, yeah. though. Not... Say things to people. It's like, don't say that. That's not a good idea. I, just, I took the, the, my two youngest lads down to Fogo for a special dinner. You've never bump. been there. You gotta like meat, and you're gonna have the sweats when you leave. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> the meat sweats. Um, oh, gotta have the meat sweats. But and the restaurant was fine, and it was maybe a third full on a weeknight. You know, not right. I mean, we were early. Right. It was six o'clock, so it wasn't crazy. But when you walk outside, you know, it's on Seventh and Hennepin which is usually the biggest intersection in the city, and there's right. five people wandering around bumming cigarettes and stuff, God. and that's yeah. all. Yeah, it's, that's amazing. But, yeah, the the secret to Fogo is don't load up on the salad bar because the salad bar is so good you would pay to eat it. I mean, it's it's really great. But oh, the really? The food is – it's Brazilian-style 
uh, and they just bring it by on these big skewers and like, do you want some prime rib? And they'll slice you off a couple pieces, and then they'll come by with lamb, and you want this? And really, and you can't you can't eat it fast enough. Yeah. You have to say, all right, slow down a little bit. Yeah, you think you're going to be there all night, and a half hour later, you're, you're yeah. dying, waddling <laughs> out the door. <laughs> I've never. I gotta get. I gotta get down. I heard it's good. Yeah, if you like steak, it is. It's worth it. I, I kind of personally uh, like the sit down deals at at like Manny's and Murray's better. Okay, Um, but 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 it's worth it's worth the experience. It is fun. I like it. No question about it. Wandered off course here. Um, No, my fault. No, no, I was. No, don't get it. I got us on Minneapolis. I'm sorry. No, I think we're it's all me. wondering what's going to happen with yeah. commercial real estate and big cities and stuff like that. And I think we'll find out pretty soon. Um, it seems like things are opening them up quite a bit quicker. And I don't know what's the same in other states, but here people seem to be actively seeding, seeking out vaccines. So that's good. I mean, we'll, yep. we don't right. know what we don't know yet. So I hope it comes back. It would just be weird to have it the way it is now i would agree with that completely and hopefully we'll get through the trial without too much damage and i I don't know it's just crazy times yeah you know when everything's going to come back may 15th yeah that's right (laughs) start of our show that's right there you go it's coming back on may 15th ladies and gentlemen whether you want it to or not 100 percent vaccinated we have 50 cent beers down at uh, augie's and the chauvin trial will be over and everybody will race to the state fair to look at camaros that's right wouldn't that be great What a great vision. And you're going to be like a genius, a marketing. <laughs> People will be calling you up and say, "How, Mr. Lambert, can I call you Scott? How did you know That's that right. this was going to happen? I'm going to quit my job and be a consultant. Right. When, in fact, there's just the luckiest schmuck in the world. Uh, yeah, don't yeah. tell him that. Yeah. Well, here, for 50 grand, I'll tell you what you're doing wrong. <laughs> um, let's talk some uh, automotive future. Actually, let's talk about the chip shortage. I don't think people oh realize how big a deal this is. We, we talked about it on the on the uh, morning show. Uh, rental cars in Florida and other vacation spots are it's it's more than a monthly payment. They're 2-300 bucks uh, a day and for two reasons, the rental car companies really had to throttle back on inventory during COVID, so they defleeted. I think Hertz was in bankruptcy and still Mm -hmm. is, actually. And then all of a sudden, business travel has come back a little bit, but I think tourist travel more so, and they don't have cars. Normally, you go, why don't you just buy some more? Well, because of chip shortages, the manufacturers can't make enough. Yes. They're building cars and parking them on lots. Acres and acres, hundreds of acres of lots have got brand-new, shiny Cars and trucks on them, and they can't they can't finish them because there's no chips. Yep. So apparently, we're only well. You want to guess what what percentage the car industry is to the microchip business? Uh, uh, I would say it's it. probably fifty or sixty, or five percent. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh wow! I guess I'm more so, impressed with myself than I need. To. So we're not we're not in high. You know, we can scream as much as we want, but they're going to take care of their better customers first. Yeah, which is so TVs, smartphones, TVs, smartphones. Yeah, that's that's all the stuff that people bought when they were trapped at home for a year. That's right. That's right. And that was a big reason that there's so some production got shut down, and there was suddenly a run on high end electronics. The current administration said that they were going to investigate it, which always <laughs> makes me a little concerned. I don't, I don't know yeah. what they can do. I, you know, why aren't we in the chip business? Well, that's the uh, way we could lose a lot of money. Doug. We could get in the chip business. Yeah. Isn't that a good idea? I think it's a great idea. Cisco just announced they were going to spend twenty billion on a couple of plants in Arizona, which is good. But I mean, it'd be a few years before they're online. 
But I just well, you could write that check, couldn't you? Sure, they yeah. couldn't cash it, but I could well, write you it. Write it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, oh, you can't have it. I'm just <laughs> hurry. Sorry. Just go ahead and start. I'll, I'll get to get it to you later. I, I don't know. It's just the car business is funny. There's always something. You know, there was a couple of years there where everything was kind of smooth and nice, strong sales and not a lot of brain damage, but. There aren't, aren't that well, many years. So I had a dealer tell me an adage that he'd rather have one too few than one too many. Yeah, that's right. But the problem is now we got like three or four too few. Yeah. And now, so yeah. now it's a problem. I got Cadillac dealers who tell me they usually get you know twenty to thirty Escalades. They're going to get one. And Escalades in, are in selling and for six, a sticker plus, right, And you right, can't get them. Right. right. Um, I've I, got I've got dealers selling golf carts right now. Because they can't, they just don't have any inventory, any yeah. new inventory. So, so it's it's also driven up the price of used. Yeah, used is hot. Yep, late so model a, used. We've started we started a big campaign, WalzerBuysCars.com, and we've bought 400 cars off it in the last month. And it's interesting because I told a lot of people this is this is why we don't do commercials on the podcast because I'm about to do one and sneak it in like <laughs> it's part of the it show. In, sure, absolutely. Um, there's a lot of people that are working from home that have lease cars. And normally, if you're leasing a car, you'll never have equity I mean, until the very mm -hmm. last day. But now, not all the time, but the majority of the time, we can pull people out six months early. And once they hear that, they go, really? I don't, so I don't, I can get by with one car for six months. So we bought a lot of cars oh, off really? lease. Interesting. Yeah. Andy. Well, Andy sold us his car. Oh. I sure did. Yeah. God, what was that like? A year ago? I don't think point. it was that long ago. I don't know. It was, it was quite a while ago. It could have been. I yeah, I sold my Jeep. My, uh, comp no, Renegade. Yep. Yes, it was a Renegade. And the what previous did, one. What did you get then? Uh, I got quite a bit because I think my mile, it was like five years old and it had, what, like 10,000 miles on it, something <laughs> like that. So, yeah, I don't drive a whole lot. So, so what do you move to? What do you get? What do you get into after? Well, he got married. And yeah. Drives his wife's car. Oh. he's a one-car family. We didn't need oh, two cars. I know it's the kind of the worst <laughs> so things for you and me. So one he sort of, of drove, drove over a cliff, did he? He just has <laughs> one car. <laughs> so when are you going to buy your own, your own car? Uh, if I had to guess, probably in about a year or two. A year or two. Well, depending. On you what? Know, you don't need one. Yeah, I suppose if you don't, we know that's Scott, true. we sell cars. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're part of the problem, Andy. <laughs> You're the we need president you to go buy of the Minnesota Auto Dealers Association, and you just on air and in front of tens of people you said know, you don't need a car. Doctors recommend that you have at least two cars per person for maximum health. Yeah, at least. If you, you need to expand your driveway if you can't hold well, all your no, automobiles. I would like to point out that uh, Catherine and I happen to have. Uh, Four mm -hmm. Walzer cars. Maximum so we, health right there. We made up for Andy. Yep. No, that's <laughs> Two good. of us there you have go. four Walzer vehicles. A big part of our problem is that half of our garage is taken by a furniture right now. Oh, yeah, that's and true. Until we yeah, finish our house, that. that's not going to change. Andy's uh, doing a home remodel on his mm -hmm. first home, and they post pictures on Facebook. And I was going, God, I wish I had that kind of talent. That looks like kind of be kind of fun. Well, it takes a whole lot of time and a lot of reading and watching videos and just I, i'm not i have some skills but attention to detail is not one if i built a stairway i'd probably have to put a weight limit sign on it <laughs> 70 pounders only yeah i'm the kind of person who goes way overboard with the the spec it's like you know oh well you could have the uh the studs be 20 inches apart but let's do 16 just in case there's a earthquake during a tornado yeah. right which happens a lot <laughs> you never know it could pop up any moment you're absolutely right but no i uh no matter what kind of car i looked for doug found it it was 
unbelievable. That's what Walzer oh, does. Yeah. That is true. Actually, you one of the listeners that. found the Mustang. Uh, yeah, that is true. This oh, yeah, is that's fun. right. Yeah. Tom was looking for a 5.0 convertible. That's, what, five or six years ago? Yeah. Black on black, and I told the guys at the buying center, hey, Tom wants it, and they're looking all over the country, and they're not finding the right car. They're either too expensive or too many miles. There's some bad car facts. And finally, a friend of his says, hey, I found the car. It's, was it in Litchfield? I think it was, well, it was in Litchfield. Yeah. It was. It was in Litchfield. So yeah. I called the dealer up, and he goes, yeah, I've been waiting for you to call. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> he was cool about it. He goes, I, I listened to the morning show, and I, I would, I'd be happy to sell you the car. Just flip it to Tom. I said, okay, we'll take care of it. we got to take a little break here, and then when we get back, I want to talk a little bit about electric cars that have just sort of blown up here in the yep. last six months or so. We'll be right back after this exciting announcement from one of our exciting sponsors. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, it's Tom again for my friends at Profile by Sanford. Danette, Kelly, and the gang. Spring is here, and warmer weather means less layers of clothing, and you know what that means. You can't hide the COVID-15 or more you added on under that bulky sweater anymore. My COVID-19 is more like COVID-35, but not to worry. I have the solution. Now is the perfect time to join Profile. Profile was developed by doctors to take the guesswork out of sustainable weight loss. Profile is simple, effective, and a certified health coach is with you every step of the way, which really helps me out because, you know... I need all the help I can get. I've got Danette, my personal coach, keeping me on the straight and narrow. I joined Profile, and I'm beyond glad that I did. I really am. I feel great. Profile worked for me, and it can work for you, too. Listen, I'm most sincere when I say you can do this. Visit ProfilePlan.com to find a location near you. That's ProfilePlan.com. Tell them Tom sent you. Mention promo code KQRS at your consultation for additional savings. See ProfilePlan.com, promo code KQRS. We are back with Scott Lambert, the president of the Minnesota Auto Dealers Association. Good friend, I think this is your third time on? Uh, at least, yeah. Third, maybe even fourth. He usually comes on right around the auto show and... So this is a little bit ahead of the auto show, but I think people are going to get excited. If they want to buy tickets, uh, where do they go? They go to our website at TwinCitiesAutoShow.com. Okay. I'm interesting elsewhere around the year, too, but I'm only ever interesting to you this time <laughs> Oh, of the year. I'm sorry. There you have it. You can come on other times. We'll talk about golf or something. Speaking of which, who's watching the Masters this week? Oh, yeah. That starts. I would love, flip that I would love to watch it. I can't watch it today because I have a bunch of stuff to do after this as well, but... Uh, 
and I didn't get a chance to watch the par three. I always nah, watched. Yeah, that's the, the fun. Yeah, that's the fun one. I love it, but I didn't get a chance to watch that either. I haven't seen a Twins game yet because they're all blacked out. You know. Yeah, what is the deal with? I can't they know. figure out? Why don't they just make a contract with Channel Nine like they used to and broadcast it on Locally. regular TV and everybody? I agree. Yeah, yeah. that's the dumbest thing. So Sinclair, it was on FSN for a while, and then FSN got bought out by Bally's. By Bally's, and then and they don't have a con. It's just yeah, they don't have anything. Sinclair is the one that has the rights, but they don't want to. They don't want to pay the money. This sounds like the <clears throat> annual convention of the sales prevention team. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. America's <laughs> pastime still kind of. Can you find a way to people? You could sell ads for it. Here's a weird deal. I agree. People would sit through a three-hours twins game on television and watch ads, maybe for automobiles. Maybe. And maybe. possibly buy some. I still. What was that guy's name? That Oh, God. I can't remember the dealership. Was it a Dodge dealership? That guy would come on TV and go, this is a four by four. What was that guy's name? Well, there was two guys that yelled oh, a were. lot. Uh, was it John Campo? <clears throat> yeah. He was the guy that oh, did Viking here. Chev. Yep. Yeah, so we're yep. here. We're yeah. here. That's oh, John Campo. Was it? Is that the guy I was I, talking about? I think that might have been. And the other guy who was just did famous live commercials was Harold Peterson at downtown that's, Chevy that's Town. Right. Oh, yeah, downtown that's downtown Chevy the, Town. He yeah. always looks surprised. When he, oh, <laughs> my God. Look at this. <laughs> oh, my He'd stand God. on the oh, lot, and he was, probably, <laughs> he was probably 65 Like the car snuck up on him or something. Yeah. <laughs> and the lot yeah. kids pull up. and God, Here yeah. we got a beautiful 71 Chevelle. And the kid is going to dump the clutch and light the tires. <laughs> oh, it's a big block. <laughs> oh, God. What God. a world. We have a call from Officer Dave. Excellent. Officer Dave. Yeah, come and gentlemen. How I locked the door, uh, officer. You can come and pick up Scott. He's here. He's <laughs> locked in. Sounds good. I was actually gonna driving by you yesterday, but I just kind of missed you. I was a little too late. I was just coming to scare you a little bit. Well, thank you. Um, I appreciate. I like being scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd be in the uniform, so you know that's true. Be even more. More intimidating than usual. Well, what are you like? Uh, seven valley, foot four. The valley thing with the with the twins. Yeah. This is all Sinclair broadcast. It is. Yep. The whole thing. It is. Yep. One hundred percent. The wife and I had Hulu, and then the contract expired, and Sinclair boosted the rates so much that Hulu said, "We're not paying that much for your product." No right. way. Right. And. We ended up having to switch to AT&T because we stream everything. We have no cable, right. no dish, no <clears throat> We don't either. We don't either, yeah. And it's like the only place we could find, because we love to sit and watch the wild. That's our sure. kind of together time. And it's, yeah, no, this is the only place you can get it now. We're going to hold you hostage and make oh, you do this. God. So you got to switch Good to Lord. ATT for a streaming service, and you can get the Twins. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, I got the Wild more than the Twins, but that's just me. So right. I like no, the I more get violent game. What can I say? Is AT&T, is that, so you're talking about direct TV, or just is there AT&T it, streaming it, as well? It used to be direct TV now. Now it's U-verse or whatever? Direct TV. And then, so we had DirecTV when it was the DISH, right. you know, satellite. Mm -hmm. And then we upgraded the streaming and everything, so it became DirecTV now. Well, then AT&T bought DirecTV, mm -hmm. so they became AT&T now. Oh. TV now. AT&T TV now. God, that's a long name. So that's they do have the Twins games on there. 
Uh, Did they have the Twins games on there? They have the Twins games. Oh, yep. I'm going to have to make the, twins, the move, the, looks like. The clown, basketball clowns and the uh, Minnesota Mild on them, so. <laughs> You're unbelievable. <laughs> you read the Minnesota Mild. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to do that because I, I – the first time since I was nine years old, when I first watched a Twins opener on TV, I have never missed a Twins opener uh, until this year. And I have not seen the Twins game yet because they're all – the road games they even have blacked out because they don't have a delivery service. I know. It's just crazy. It sucks. It's horrible. It's just, just when they got watchable, too. Yeah. So yeah they're, they're, worth, exactly. they're worth watching now, right? Exactly. That's exactly right. We might actually have to just go well, to a game, Tom. That ain't happening. <laughs> no way. Oh, come on. I'm done with all that stuff. That's, uh, I, I was the a season ticket holder everybody. The last game I was at, I had to go rough up Laudner a little bit. Lods! Nothing, nobody better than Timmy Laudner. Nobody. Oh, God. He comes around. He comes through town every once in a while, and I see him, and, and I, I got to harass him a little bit. Pull him over. Make him get out of the car and lie face down in the ditch. <laughs> a little Reno 911. <laughs> we'll get Nick Swordson to show up on the roller skates. It'll be phenomenal. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to no, do it. i got to watch my twins. Yeah, I hear you. That's why that's we, we did all kinds of jumping around just to find FSN, and then, then they sold the valleys and – so far, they've been okay, and we're still able to see everything. But good lord, what a what a crock of you know what! I do indeed know what a crock of. And by the way, if they don't do it pretty soon, figure something out. I'm already pissed off at Major League Baseball for for that Atlanta thing because that made no sense. Oh, don't even get don't even get me started. <laughs> It hurts black people more than it helps anybody. It hurts them. Exactly. Costing $100 million coming into one of the highest populated black populations in America, in Atlanta, Georgia. What are you doing? Yep. And now they're moving it to Colorado because, you know, they're super, super uh, liberal friendly, so... I guess it's all so. it's all sprints, all fall. All right. Well, can't thank you for the time. We're gonna go back to our guest. <laughs> gotta get back to Scott. Love you, Doug. I love you, Doug. I love you too, Officer Dave. Thanks for calling in, bud. Thanks. You back, guys. We'll see you later. later, Officer Dave. Officer Dave is about six five, weighs about probably three twenty, and it's not fat. I promise you that. Holy crap. Yeah, he's the poster child for the keto diet. It's like, really? well, after the first couple of weeks, this is what happens. I'm like, not to me. <laughs> hey, you all of a sudden get twenty five inch biceps. Is that yeah, that? That's okay. Right. Whatever works. Uh, can you imagine him walking up to your car after yeah. pulling you over? Oh God, it's gotta be terrifying. Here comes the giant of a man. Just say, sir. Hope I never do. I guess so. I got. I managed to talk my way out of a few tickets over the years. Cops had pulled me over. I used to speed quite a bit. And Not you and well, you, you and Tiger, huh? Kind of a good line. A lot of times they'd laugh. I understand. How about Tiger doing ninety miles an hour when his car crashed? Eighty-seven. Not actually. smart. I, did he fall asleep at the wheel and just jammed it to the floor? I don't know. I don't know. It makes me sad. One of the greats of all time. He and Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, Gene Sarazen, the, 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 the names that really stick with you. Yeah. 
Byron Nelson, of course, but they're a lot. But Tiger's one of the greatest of all time, and to see a career end like that's really too sad. Well, how many golfers aren't alcoholics? Wow, to be fair, that's a little hard. I would, I would say, you know, that if you asked that question 25 years ago, there's it was probably a small club, right. but I think. You look at how, uh, what kind of shape these modern players oh, are in God. now. Yeah. They it's might a drink different. a little bit, but I mean they're working out four or five hours a day. They it's are. It's true, yeah. It's true. It's uh, they're just amazing. I, I I hope he's. I hope Tiger's okay too. I've always been a fan. Me too. I, I, I've been watching some tournaments lately, and Tiger's been texting the winners and calling oh, them yeah, and stuff, okay. but he just hasn't made any you know actual physical appearances yet. So. Well, with the money he's got, believe me, he'll be. I'm sure he'll be fine. I've, I mean, I've yeah. read the uh, no, I mean, the injuries he has, and they can mess you up for a very long time. But he's gonna have the he's gonna have care that most of us would never see. Yeah. I don't think he's ever gonna play at that level again, though. Yeah. I don't know. He might. Really? You think, think he might? I think he might. God, well, one fun. of the things that made him great is he's stubborn as hell. <laughs> well, yeah. he, that's true. Oh, yeah, I've got you swing dad. really hard like that, Tiger. You're going to wreck your back in five years. <laughs> F you, I'll do it my way. <laughs> I'm five years later, oh, I better have surgery. Mm-hmm. Scott, do you play golf? I used to. Okay, yeah, I'm so a reformed golfer. I know what you're talking about. So I'm, uh, you know, I can now. I used to hit it pretty, pretty long, but now it's if I hit one two thirty, it's pretty good for me and all the rest of this. I'm playing golf with Rocco Mediate, right? <laughs> oh, really? And I hit my drive, and I was eh, that was pretty good. I hit it about. 250, which for me is you got to really catch it these days, not in the old days, but now. A straight 250? Or yeah, this, well, that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that okay. one. So uh, Rocco hits his, and he hits it about 300. He's 50 yards past me. And I went, man, I hit the best drive I could possibly hit, and there you are, 50 yards past me. He goes, I got bad news for you. Rory McIlroy would be about 70 yards yeah. past me. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. I don't want to hear it. These guys hit it over 400 yards now. They must have had better equipment. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what it is. I think it was, a, it was an equipment it. issue. Yeah. It's got nailed it. The ball has seven layers of different kinds of materials. In the, oh, that's what and they that's try to claim. The, thing the about club golf. is an aluminum titanium blend. You know, as mere mortals, you watch Michael Jordan take off at the it's free true. throw line soar over somebody and do a reverse dunk and you go holy crap and then you watch i don't know pick a hitter tattoo one 475 into the upper deck and you go holy crap you watch gretzky and you go oh, that guy's I know, amazing I know. And then you watch tiger woods hit one 320 out of a sand trap with a two iron and go i wonder what kind of ball he hits <laughs> <laughs> i could do that uh-huh. I did some, must be something a trick about to that, that <laughs> yeah. sport that makes us all think that we are not mere mortals, that we are superhuman. And it is amazing. 1% of the one percenters. Well, it doesn't really look that impressive unless you know the technicality of it. Well, which it's is true like, of you know, a lot of sports. That yeah. is true, true, though, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but you're right. A little inside knowledge will, will make you appreciate skill, I think, more so than if you're just kind of looking at it going, yeah. oh, it looks kind of fun. I think good golfers suck. That's all I'm saying. All golfers are bad. All good golfers are bad. So let's switch back to cars. I'm curious on your take that all of a sudden, not for us on, in the business, but I think in the public, electric cars are starting to take off and they're gathering a lot of uh, attention in the press and the buying public. And it seems kind of interesting because initially it was sort of a tree hugger thing, which was the yeah. Prius and the Leaf and all this sort of stuff. And General Motors and Ford and some of the other manufacturers went, well, you know, we could make a 1,000-horsepower Hummer. I wonder if that would sell. And 
the answer is yes. Uh, you can't get one, you know, if you had a hundred thousand dollars in a pistol. It's just an interest. So where does this, where does this end? Where do you see this going? Well, there's a lot of interest. Whether or not there's a lot of buyers is a whole other question. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know how many people can buy. What the Hummer's going to come in at what? Yeah, one twenty thousand. Yeah. Something well, the like Mustang that. sold out, and the yep. cheap ones yep. were forty, yep. and the spendy and ones were fifty-five, which is still fifty-five thousand dollars, but not crazy by today's price standards. Right. Right. And there's dozens of models coming out over the next few years, yeah. but when they, they got to get a model that's that's you know thirty thousand dollars, yeah. they just don't have one yet. Right. Something that's it's all kind of uh, sports cars, high performance yeah. cars, the kind of niche people who can afford those toys. And it's still only two percent of the, of the yeah. vehicles sold in in Minnesota. So that's and we still have to figure out how to build the infrastructure. Right, to charge and there's no infrastructure. Yeah. It's, it's not viable right now to have that. So it's there's a lot of work to be done. But I I, I worry that we're all building these and there's not going to be the consumer demand that, Ooh, uh, that, that they think is. Yeah. I mean, everybody every it's 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 a big bet on it is. on the future and yeah. and, and not as kind big of being, a bet as staging the auto show during a not as pandemic. big as that. That's right. That's right. Nobody's that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but they also saw Elon Musk, you know, uh, yeah. he, he's never made money. He's never made money selling cars. Yeah. But he's the most valuable company on the planet right I know, now. It's the crazy. most valuable car company on the planet. And they're all looking at that going, well, let's work our stock price up. Let's let's talk about electric. Uh, let's kind of get it in the body politic. And everybody's excited about it. But, but we got to get the consumers there. We got to get demand up. And you do that through... Better infrastructure, better technology, the range anxiety. These good things have to operate right. in cold weather. I mean, you, you got to go through a few a few stages here before we can get there. Well, and uh, you know, like all technology, it should get better over time rather than no. worse. So some no. of those problems solve themselves. The one that doesn't solve itself, in my mind, is infrastructure. And I know that's part of Biden's big deal, but that's going to be tough to get through uh, Congress and the Senate. I think. I mean, there's going to be. He's, it's a starting point at this point and where it winds up. Because I think part of that was building, was it 50,000 or 500,000 yeah. charging stations around the country? Yeah, and, um, and you're displacing an infrastructure that's already there. Right, right. that's right. And that's right. not easy. You know, that's, that's disruptive economically. Yeah, that's right. And and there's no gas tax now. If you're not selling gas, there's no, you gotta, you got to rebuild that. Well, that, that. That, that brings up a great question because at some point, you know, every state is different. Minnesota, all the gas tax goes to the roads, right? right it's in the right. state. I don't know if it's in the Constitution or whatever it is. It's yeah, the no, rules. it's very good. It's constitutionally dedicated. Yeah. Yeah. See, how about go. that? Very good. Don't tell him uh, doing a good job. He, he, right every once hey, in a while. Every, even a broken clock. You know? <laughs> <laughs> even a broken clock twice a day, ladies and gentlemen. So, and, you know, me, like most Americans, are all in favor of paying new and different taxes. So, I mean, right. that, that's a big hurdle to come over. Uh, and I think we'll probably see some of those effects in the next budget because people people are driving more fuel efficient cars now, and there's gonna there's a lot less commuting now than there was uh, before COVID. It's right. come back a it's little come bit, back. Yeah. but just using my driving over Cedar Avenue bridge uh, measuring stick, it's about forty percent of what it was before COVID. And whether that continues or not, I don't know. So the argument we're having with the Walls administration right now is that they want to swap us with supply, and and they want to put uh, eighteen thousand vehicles annually on dealers' lots. And right now we're selling about three. Yeah. So so really? we're saying you got we should work on demand instead of supply, right? right. I mean yep. you, that's how the economic formula yep. works. That's the way it's worked forever. 
but uh, they're trying to impose those California car rules on us, and uh, we are resisting that. We're not anti-EV. We just think you ought to be smarter about it. Yeah. I, no, I agree. It's I, People want to buy them. We'll sell them. I'm getting, with the current no problem. Right. electric inventory, we're, we never, well, I shouldn't say never, but we rarely don't have the vehicles to meet to the demand. It isn't there now. But right. but the, the current product is really narrow. It's, you know, all electric vehicles, they're super efficient, small. That's why I'm curious to see what happens. Well, the Mustang's a great example, yeah. and there's so many coming down the road. Uh, f- fully electric F-150, General Motors just announced they're going to build an all-electric Silverado in Detroit. When they start building electric pickups, now yeah. now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Now people are going to yeah. want those. Yeah. But only so many people are going to want these high-performance cars, which is kind of all you get right yeah, now. Yeah, that's right. I have a question for you guys. Sure. I have heard that making those lithium batteries pollutes the hell out of the environment. I read a MIT study that said it's it's more destructive than manufacturing a conventional car, but the damage is offset after I think it was two years of typical ownership. In other words, the savings on the environment from not using fossil fuels offsets the savings that it takes in lithium. I hope. But how do you generate the electricity without polluting? That's the well, thing you know. is they don't, yeah, it's kind of hard to say because everywhere uh, generates electricity in a different way. Right. You know, like some right. places are all hydroelectric or wind right. or whatever, and some places are oil and coal. So how do you really measure that yeah. impact? It be it's tough. very, very difficult, yeah. if not impossible. Minnesota is still 40% coal. Our base load is right. 40%. Is it really? Cool. So, that's, yeah. so you're not, you know, it, it's got to come from somewhere. That's right. 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 Yeah, that's absolutely right. I've, I've owned, what, three electric cars now? Yeah, he owned the first three. Tesla in the really? state. I did, yeah. Well, how many years ago? Like 10 years ago or something? I, or thought, longer I, think, than it that. Like I think it was longer than that. Yeah. How did you like it? I loved it except for the bricking. The, 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 yeah. uh, the, you know, if I could have gotten it off the highway when it broke down, I would have probably I'd have kept getting new ones. Now they fixed that problem. But I just, I was not happy the fact that they didn't tell me that when I bought it. That if your battery dies, oh, it's done. You cannot yeah. move. Yeah, uh, I really wish they had told me that because I doubt that I would have bought one knowing that. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't think like maybe we should have a way to disengage. You know, the <laughs> <Just> maybe <laughs> so you could at least push it off yeah, the highway. Yeah. I mean, let's, yeah. let's include a neutral gear. Yeah. That's an idea. I've never met him, and I'd love to, but I think Elon is more of a big picture thinker. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's build a rocket <laughs> company to take people to the moon. You know what that's all about, right? His dad hates him. Yeah. That's what it's all about. This really? Whole, yeah, yeah. Elon Musk's father hates him. Uh, oh, I'd never heard that. Yeah. And he, he's fighting it. I, I, I can understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I understand why he would, but yeah, they got a, he's got a big, he got a lot of daddy problems. He hmm. really does. Well, most of those guys do. Bezos apparently does. Most of these guys. Well, you could tell Bill Gates. He, that guy's mentally ill. All these real big thinkers now that stole other people's ideas and then made something big out of it. What they did. Yeah, that's right. Mark we had Zuckerberg, rockets before. Mark Zuckerberg had nothing to do with developing Facebook. He took it from his roommates at Harvard and then cut him out of the deal. What a wonderful man. It's America. Yeah, would, very you, well. would you be comfortable getting on one of Elon's rockets? No. no. Yeah, because like <laughs> no, every other sir. one has <laughs> I wouldn't be catastrophic problem. Well, here's the worst it's part freaking. of it. You get on Elon's rocket, and if you survive, you get to go to the Russian space station. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, who, does not sound like a good 
took a rock winning proposition to that me. streaking across the sky turned out to be Elon Musk's like detritus yeah. coming out of the Oh, was it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it was. was yeah. His garbage coming he's a, back he's into an the atmosphere. Interesting person. Yeah. They, they come along, they come around every hundred years or so and change the world. I follow all bit. his rocket launches and I go, blow up, blow up, blow up. <laughs> Come on, blow up, baby. That's so interesting. Somebody should write a book someday about all the the guys that overachieve. They always have family. Every one of them always has a problem with mommy or daddy. Always. It's amazing. Huh. So what happened to you? I haven't achieved anything, so what happened to me? Oh, God. I'm just kidding. Very quickly, (laughs) these two women walked up to me and said, Tom, how, how long ago did your father die? I didn't know these women, right? How long ago did your father die? I said, he died at 62. And he said, oh, that's too bad. I said, no, nah, he had it coming. <laughs> oh, my God. They, like, <laughs> walked away. <laughs> they had to get it the hell away from me. <laughs> like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. You only got one and a half minutes. Look at this. All right, let's, let's uh, finish it up conventionally. Go ahead and give the pitch for the auto show. When, where, how do you get tickets? What's the scoop? The auto show stuff. is going to be at the state fairgrounds. Uh, with fair food. With fair food, uh, free parking. Uh, go to TwinCitiesAutoShow.com. We're going to be there May 15th through 23rd. We've expanded hours, so we're going to open at 10 o'clock every morning and, uh, and and close at 9 o'clock, so just at dusk. So really, when it's you never think gonna about rain, it, it's the auto show is free time. because you used to have to pay, what, 10, 12 bucks to park downtown? Right. Yeah, that's right. true. Right. That's true. So, <laughs> yeah, so so get on the website. We want to go as ticket as ticketless as possible. But if, you, if you can buy your, your ticket online, that's all. It's going to make it easier to check in. All, all COVID protocols will be taken care of. Uh, it'll be safe, and uh, we should have a great time. Very experiential. It's going to be unlike any other show we've ever had before. Experiential. I'm really yeah, looking yeah, forward yeah. to it. I'm glad. Uh, you're, you're looking like a, a genius right now, so let's well, cross our fingers. we get another two months God to go. looks like a let's genius try. right now. No, let's see how we feel on, on May 24th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, everybody, that wraps up another exciting episode of Walzer Automotive Group's Car Selling Secrets, episode 89. For those keeping score at home, we will be on next week with Mike Veck, rhymes like heck, uh, new, newest oh. member of Major League Baseball, Yeah, <laughs> oddly enough, after right. getting thrown out 30 years ago. It'll happen. <laughs> yeah, it happens. <laughs> we'll see you then.